What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Oblivious Podcast Presents, the show that got all the red rings of death. I'm one of your hosts, Jay Johnson, joined as always by your boy, the one and only LaQuinza Gooby Goob Morgan and DJ Ray Jockhan himself, Chris Rowland. Coming up on today's show, we got the Xbox Showcase Reacts. Uh, we watched it, checked it out for you guys, going to break it down, um, talk about what went down. We had Halo and Game Pass. So <laughs> that's basically what we're going to talk about today, get into the nitty gritty with you guys here, uh, see what Uncle Phil was talking about, and see what Xbox has for the future. Um, that's what's coming up on today's show, so stick with us. Uh, but first, let's check in with the host. How's it going, boys? Uh... Listen, man, it's going good over here. You know, you boys just, you know, over here binge watching The Flash, you know, and uh, playing some, some comp Destiny, you know, beat my head against the wall. But, you know, other than that, we we Gooch. Hey, I am mad at y'all here. I like the idea you had for talking about our guilty pleasure movies and shows because Flash is definitely one of those for you. And I yes. would love to hear you tell the people how much you love that trash show. <laughs> yeah, whenever you get a chance, check my wife's uh, Twitter Twitter store. It's uh, or me her her last tweets. It's pretty it's pretty do, funny. She do, just has she been live flash. tweeting it of, of you? Yeah, or yeah, yeah, bullshit? yeah. She was just we, we just talking about all the plot holes. And, and, um, <laughs> I'm trying to get off too off topic, but there's a part in uh, Oh Lord. <laughs> Right now we're, um, you know, Iris. She's uh, there's a okay. mirror doppel- doppelganger. Yes, uh, and she's trapped inside of a mirror. And Barry, it's been going on like three weeks. He didn't, he don't notice that like it's not his wife. <laughs> and, and then her brother just comes into town for like a day, and he's like, after he leaves, he's like, hey, keep an eye on uh, Iris. Some something doesn't feel right about it. You know, me and Lauren just like roasting this man just for, like <laughs> half an hour, just how dumbass he is. But God, I love mm. this Flash. Well, this is a game-centric episode, so hopefully the fans of this one know who the fuck the Flash is, and it, maybe some of that made sense. But damn, the CW. So I good. Teen, teen drama. <laughs> I was laughing with Jesse the other day because I was like, the CW was um, it was the WB and UPN, like it's their fusion, and I was like, man, I kind of w- I kind of liked either of those channels better than this channel put together. <laughs> okay, go ahead and cut that out, man. <laughs> <laughs> Rage, what's up, man? How you feeling? <laughs> I just want to take my intro time to again uh, shout out LaQuinza Morgan's wonderful lady, Lauren, and her. I just love seeing her Twitter evolution. She did recently go viral, relatively. Where my, oh, wait, what happened? Saw. She, she had oh, like yeah, a, yeah, what, yeah. What was a goose? She had like a tweet that got like thousands yeah. of likes or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think like, she kept every day she kept it. This tweet has 7.5K likes. I'm just like, all right, yeah. man, cool, cool. Damn, like, I, need, I need more. I need more. I'm just like, <laughs> all right, bro. She's doing great on Twitter, and I'm just so proud. She, she really is. Yeah. I'll be she, liking she's, all the tweets. She's very funny. Yes. Damn. So, I need to catch up yeah. then, huh? Okay. Yeah. You do, man. You do. Get with it. Maybe be a real friend. And, yeah. Know, keep up. Man, I ignore Twitter. Whenever I open up Twitter, it's got like 23,000. 2300 um tweets that i haven't watched or or i guess checked out so i'm real bad with twitter i'm I'm apologizing everybody my bad my bad you just gotta check out the last thousand (laughs) god no shoot me now please okay (laughs) so like i said before in the opening we're here for the xbox showcase uh now just a quick primer for what the fuck's been happening um in video games this summer you know in the world of covid um i guess before this all even started um the ESA canceled E3. Uh, they say they weren't having it, and everyone decided to have their own kind of digital showcases, like by themselves. But the big problem with it was that no one could come up with like a regular date. You would thought that the industry would just say, "Okay, well, E3 happens around the first weekend in June or the first week in June, some shit like that. Let's just do it all then. Have all all of our digital shows be in that kind of vicinity, and just do it that way." 
that would have been the clean, cool, and welcoming thing to do, but they did not do that. Uh, this whole entire summer has been this kind of hodgepodge of shows here and there. Um, the big ones, obviously, Microsoft and uh, Sony. Um, Nintendo's been pretty quiet, but other people like uh, Ubisoft and Devolver Digital have had their showcases as well. So uh, it's been kind of a mix of what's been happening and kind of a little haphazard, but the information is still getting to us. And I think it's kind of wrapping up now as we are rolling into August. Um, but the specific one we are talking about now is Xbox's um, second summer showcase. If you guys remember, yeah, yeah. We had the one, yeah, we had the one in May where they talked about third party games. It was okay. You know, nothing too exciting, but man. this is the one that they were promised. Yeah. Yeah, man, for sure. This is the one they were promising and kind of hyping us up for because we were going to see Halo. And as we know, uh, Halo is their baby. So, uh, you know, a lot of hype, a lot of pomp and circumstance for this show itself. People were pretty jazzed because we're going to see nothing but first party games. And yeah, that's what we got. So uh, we're going to kind of go through it and see, you know, what we thought about it, what they were presenting to us. And um, yeah, just kind of hash it out before we get going into the details. Um, do you boys uh, I'll start with you, Warriors. How did you think about the show overall and kind of a quick soundbite? Uh, uh, overall, man, I probably give it like a, this is. I mean, it didn't really like. I'm not gonna say like excite me. I give it a, a eight, but I was just like, man, it's okay, like that's fair. the the value of it in itself is like is will 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 sell. You know, just those that amount of games that you'll get just for having Game Pass is like it's crazy. But I mean, I really only had about like maybe like two or three games on there that I was like really right. excited. I was like, like, I know I'm gonna play this. I'm gonna play this. I'm gonna play this. But the first time I was like. I mean, what is this? I mean, it look it look it it look kind of tight, and if it's free, I probably download. You know, get the license. You know, I got the the ultimate one, so I mean, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna play. I might dabble in some of them, but you know, what I'm saying just as a, like an overall, I was like, you know, that mean they they brought the stuff they wanted. You know, first party stuff. So I was like, um, they they kind of like to me, it's like they try to take like a lot of chances. You know, which is like which is cool. Like I I admire that. Um, you know, unlike you know PlayStation, they got like all you know what I'm saying they first parties, which is like a lot of well known games, right? Um, right. But you know, Xbox is always trying to like they be I like not to like knock them or nothing, but they always try to like reinvent the wheel, you know, mm-hmm. just like with the Xbox One, they want to be like the centerpiece of like you know your living room, you want to be like had a cable and shit to run through that, you know, all the other shit had to mm-hmm. connect and just like man, like <laughs> lots of shenanigans. Doing? Yeah, stop doing so much, man. Just make the games that niggas want to play. You know what I'm saying, but but I but I, I I was excited about a couple of games on there, but just overall, actually I, I might change it. Maybe like a maybe just like a seven. Um, it didn't you know mm-hmm. get me okay. excited, but you know what I'm saying I know it's got like some stuff like to look forward to. Yeah, that's a good call. That's a good pull calling out them being weird and doing strange stuff, especially with the launch of the Xbox One. I mean, we know how that went down. It was all TV, 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 Madden, Call of Duty, whatever the fuck it was, and people didn't really respond to that. So uh, they really took it on the chin as far as this generation goes. Is in terms of first-party games and just that kind of production and being in competition with uh, Nintendo and Sony for their, you know, their marquee titles. And, um, you know, there's been a change of a guard, right? So that was Don Matrick before, and now it's Phil Spencer. And Phil Spencer, he's a gamer. He knows games. He loves games. He plays games. And, you know, he's a dude, so he's been slowly but surely trying to right this ship. And, um, yeah, this was a pretty big showing for them as far as, like, coming out there and describing and defining who they are for the next generation. And I think it's a little bit different than what people kind of expected. And I don't necessarily necessarily think it's a bad thing, but I think um, what they're presenting is a new change as far as the industry goes. And I kind of want your guys' opinion when we get to it, you know, if you like that or if you're kind of adverse to it or, you know, what you're kind of feeling. Because I think what I'm so excited about this conversation specifically is that 
between the three of us, we kind of represent all different kind of gamers, right? Like, you know, whereas you play, you play games to their, you know, to their complete, right? Like you are. Get my money's worth. Yeah, you're the quote unquote hardcore gamer, but you don't like to venture too far out on your beaten path, right? Like, right. you know, you'll play your Halos, you'll play your God of Wars, you'll play your, you know, your Sony Force parties and you'll play your your Xbox stuff. But, you know, every now and then you jump into something like a, like a, um, uh, like a Celeste or like, um, you know, like an indie title or some shit like that. But, you yeah. know, you're pretty kind of steadfast and you're a completionist, right? So that's like a sector there. I'm on the more of the end that I'm going to play any and everything I can, at least try to jump into it. Now, whether or not I finish it, that's another story, but I'm going to try my best to dip my toe in a little bit of everything. And then Rage, who we'll hear from in a second as well, like, you know, he loves his FIFA and he loves, you know, anything that he can play with us together because he loves that kind of co-op experience. So I know he as a right. gamer is kind of looking to be more like influenced about what he's going to do. And I think xbox kind of represents that especially with game pass is like they're wanting to kind of curate uh this experience for people who are kind of just looking to get into games so and uh i kind of am interested to see if he's going to respond to that in kind of a sense so uh as i key you up rage what did you think about um the parts of the show you saw because i know you didn't watch it all but you saw kind of the highlights of it yeah uh like i I mean i like came in in the middle of the halo thing yeah, a Halo release thing, and it was like when it was like close up on on your boy's teeth and shit. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> they did. They just hung on that mouth, and I just couldn't stop. I just could, just them teeth. Anyways, uh, and so, and then I like kind of rewound it and watched the Halo thing, and then I just kind of skimmed through. But I was like kind of with Goob. Like I, I didn't. I saw like the thing that excited me the most was the destiny like refresh trailer mm-hmm. i think true true that was a banger uh, that was a good question. Yes. That, I mean, real that's banger like i'm not trying to say that to be facetious that legitimately excites me yes um did we know that was going to happen because like i know with nope. destiny okay, yeah because with destiny they were saying there's going to be no next gen we're saying with destiny 2 which i love but that's dope that they're um gonna do that we can talk more about that later but so that was cool. No, that was definitely the most exciting thing for me. I mean, I'm just not a Halo person, so like the Halo stuff didn't really excite me. I guess, yeah. you know. And then like Goop said, I kind of skimmed through and just kind of like went game to game, and I was just like, probably wouldn't be interested. Probably wouldn't be interested. And that's like probably unfair to say because like, no, it's okay. If I have Game Pass, I might check them out. Like it's just off first glance, you know. Uh, it, I. I I, I do. You're right. I have to be influenced kind of to get into new games generally because I'm generally like Star Wars, FIFA, slash sports games, um, yep. and then Destiny. Um, so these days, um, maybe some Call of Duty. Like I said, pretty much anything you can play with each other, like you said. But so, yeah, I was kind of like underwhelmed, but like I also didn't have really many expectations anyways. So um, there definitely wasn't anything new that I was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing and i'm sure we'll talk about this in a little bit but like honestly not just because i'm a halo person but like i just didn't and i we've seen it on social media the halo thing i didn't think like looked that great <laughs> to yeah. be honest so yeah, we're about to dig into um, that real good <laughs> yeah we'll dig into that but so yeah it was it was fine it was fine yeah um yeah do any pr- star wars games um no there was no star wars nope none, okay nope, yeah none at all so that definitely gets a definite demerit from me. <laughs> Minus five demerit. points, no Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's fine. Destiny's like Bungie Star Wars, so you got to give him a couple points. Yeah, no, I guess yeah, that was the best part. I guess we knew that it was going to be upgraded words, but we didn't know that everything was coming to Game Pass. But again, we'll we'll dig more into that once we get down to the Game Pass section. But yeah, yeah. okay, conference overall. I do think it was a little bit overhyped as far as like what we were going to get from it. And I think that's kind of Microsoft's fault. Like, 
Oh, like yeah, I said 100%. before, they had the first third party show and they're like, no, we'll just wait. Just wait. We got more for you. We got more for you. We, we made it a month and we got to the end of this month and they gave it to us. And people are kind of like, OK, well, that's cool. But what else you got kind of a situation? And I know that's a bit of a a bit of a gamer entitlement thing. But again, I feel like they're kind of showing their cards and it's just a little something different. So um, but we'll kind of get into it and we'll go through what they got starting out with Halo. Uh, Rage, play for me that sweet Halo music that the kids love so much. All right, bet. So the big Halo Infinite reveal. Now, um, you know, this is 343's third Halo game. They had Halo 4, they had Halo 5, and now we're doing Halo Infinite. Um, as we know, Halo 5 had its mixed reception, especially because, uh, you know, people didn't think they got enough Master Chief. Everyone hated John Locke, which I think was bullshit because I love me some Mike Coulter. But here we are reaching back to old school Halo feels and giving us, uh, I guess, <laughs> I guess what the people want. Uh, three, four, three things. This is what the people want. And on the surface, I think people were digging it. But as far as the actual graphics and how it looked, no one was having it. So uh, no, I'll kick it off with you first. What did you think about the Halo reveal? Uh, I mean, more more or less same. Like, I'm on the same page as you with that. You know, I'm 60 frames. You know, that's that's just yummy right there. You know, I love to see mm, that. So good. You know, especially now living in the you know, what I'm saying 120 plus frame world. You know, it's 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 a different. You know, what I'm saying just a different viewing aspect, which is just nice. Um, but I'm saying it's Halo. Like for me going into it, I didn't expect like some just overly like over the top. It kind of like for like comparison's sake, it kind of hit me as like. A gears five moment, you know what I'm saying? It's like, mm. well, it's more, it's more gears. Like it they ain't really doing nothing different. It's how Halo yeah. always look. Um, in the gameplay, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be, you know, updated. You're gonna be able to do more things. You'll see more stuff on screen. Um, you know, but I, I don't know about that open world thing. I was like, I, I don't ever remember an open world aspect of Halo. I just always thought it was like more linear. Like, is that new or? Yeah, well, it's kind of so. It was really big. It was its biggest in Halo 1. If you remember, they oh. kind of played with it, right? You have the opening where you're on the ship and you have the whole corridors where you're fighting everybody. But yeah, once you get down to the ground, you're kind of in open in an open play area. So Halo 1 is probably like where it's biggest. Would you yeah, like? I feel like it was kind of advertised, though. Just like the open world mm. thing was a new feature. Okay, yeah, yeah see, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, that's That's how it hit me. It hasn't been that way for a long time. That's basically what it okay, was. I even Halo I Two was pretty was pretty kind of sectioned off, right? So it hasn't been since the very first Halo, and I think it's a big response to Three Four Three's approach because Halo Five was pretty linear, and and Halo Four was pretty linear as well, and even Reach as well. Like technically, they worked on Reach before all this too, because I hate to say it, guys, but Three Four Three is technically Bungie because they were made yes, internally. Yes, they are. They are. <laughs> and I really I so it was like a Three Four Three was a. <laughs> A uh, rebel group of Bungie? Not a rebel group. Bungie basically. So, okay, quick history lesson here. Like, was um, it employees that like left and formed their own company, or it was like a, just a, a group within Bungie? No, Bungie made them right. So, okay, Bungie. So, Bungie made Halo um, way, 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 way back then, and, and that was the impetus for Microsoft to buy Bungie. And then Bungie was just spitting out Halo games, right? That's all they did. That's all they. Right. That's all they were tasked to do. But I don't know if it was early on or how on how long on it was. But eventually they wanted to do something different, and they've been planning Destiny for years and years and years. And I think yeah, it was yeah, a long time. 
I think it was Halo ODST for us, somewhere between Halo 3 and ODST. I believe so, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is DLC. They were teasing mm-hmm. out uh, Destiny. So around that time, they were planning their next game, but they knew they couldn't just leave Halo in, in the dumps. Like, they couldn't just leave Halo. This is like one of the biggest franchises of all time. And they were kind of indebted to Microsoft as well. Not indebted, that kind of, sounds weird, but they worked for Microsoft, right? So they took some of their people within Bungie and made 343. They... I'm assuming they bought more people in, but with from within Bungie, 343 was burned. That's born. That's why it's called 343. It's named after one of the characters, 343 Guilty Spark, which I always thought was weird because that dude kind of betrays you in the game. So, <laughs> and people don't really like him. So I always thought it was weird that they named him 343. But um, hmm. yeah, so 343 was made from within Bungie. They worked on some DLC stuff. They worked on Reach uh, first and then their first mainline Halo once Bungie left uh, Microsoft proper was Halo 4. So. Yeah, but yeah, I just don't get the I don't get the hate from it because this is them, you know. They they right like that's Halo. That's that's what you all they always play. Like it's not like it's not like they trying to like make something new. Like like that that's exactly what I thought the trailer was gonna be. Except for the open world, I was like, oh well, it's gonna be probably Master Chief. He gonna shoot the little the little midget thing. He gonna shoot (laughs) he gonna shoot the big dude. He probably gonna punch he gonna punch somebody. He gonna probably pistol somebody across the map. End of the story. You know what I'm saying? And he gonna probably. And motherfuckers gonna eat it up, you know what I'm saying? But it, however, it did give me some like destiny type vibes, you know what mm, I'm saying? He was like okay, talk running me, yeah. running through, it. especially when he like reloaded that auto rifle. I was like, that's kind of clean, cause I don't ever remember nobody having an auto rifle in Halo. Like, granted, I'm not the Halo connoisseur, none of that shit. But I mean, he was yeah, like, yeah, the jumping assault up. was the big first gun. That assault looks more right. like the assault rifle from from Reach, but um, right, yeah, or they, more like a non hunger really, but. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I was like, check this out. It's kind of. And then he threw down the shield. I was like, oh, check this out. You know what I'm saying? Got some abilities out here. Uh, but you know, even like the bad guy, just felt like you know, like the main bad guy in Destiny too. You know, Dominus Gall. That like, I was like, that's kind of like. I mean, he ain't trying to like steal nothing. He just want to have like a good fight. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or like, you know, get his adrenaline rushing or whatever. But I was like, this like I'm gonna play it. Like I'm gonna download it. You know what I'm saying? Play it. Get in there. Do the multiplayer. You know what I'm saying? But. It's like it's just Halo. Like I wasn't expecting it to be like, you know, what I'm saying like just some masterpiece of like. I just want to say, I just want to say something about the enemies, and that's that's kind of one of the problems I've always had with Halo. Is right. like, I don't like. I just think the enemies are just like it, they don't fit. This is probably this is like like those little like the funny grunts, gremlin little looking guys like seem like they belong in like like. Zelda mm, or something right. and not mm. like with Master Chief's super serious characters completely like subjective but there's just yeah. always something that's thrown me that's off true. about like cuz like they always like yelling the shit behind like it. when they die yeah. like ah that's like, like oh, shit like Willy Wonka type shit yeah. I feel you on that yeah um not all the enemies mm. but, in, but enemies like that that's just popped in my head that this always just right. kind of bother me it just seems off like it doesn't belong um cuz Master Chief's such a serious like I don't know He's a big dude, and he's got to fight these little small, these yeah, little, just small like these popcorn little, like, men. Just like pu- just punching them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but you know, man. I mean, you know, I mean, it, they showed me what I was looking for. But you know, I mean, I'm gonna play. Like I say, I give like from what I saw, it's Halo, and, and I can't wait to you know play with y'all. But like, that's really. All I'm gonna probably be doing. I might do the campaign if Jay want to run through it. But other than that, oh, we gotta run through the campaign. I gotta get my boy Stokes in there too. We're gonna kill it. Yeah, you know, like like I have Halo collection. I have it on my Xbox. I never play it, but like I got it there. You know what I'm saying? Case. Yeah, it's play it. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, you know, it's whatever. 
Yeah, it's so interesting because all the the backlash and kind of hate for 343, you know, has kind of gotten us to this spot because I think they were trying to push it in some kind of direction that was their own um, as far as Halo 4 and Halo 5 goes. I'm going to go ahead and say it right here, right now, the Halo story overall is a little overrated and very much so convoluted. So it was super refreshing in Halo 4 when that story was more about Cortana and Chief's relationship, right? Like that was a a very kind of singular focused story. One of the more one of the better i was about to say more better one of the better um <laughs> one of the better halo stories i think i mean halo reach right. is my favorite halo game but that story has nothing to do with, uh, with chief um directly so um, so like so destiny you say they storytelling is not their forte is what you yeah well, no, i'm yes and no I, I just think i think it's a little overrated but i think it's i think their overall storytelling in game is probably better than destiny but destiny's lore right. is more intriguing just because it's more oh it's so good because it's Bro. what is more in- it's, mysterious it's so good yeah like I, yeah yeah that. but um yeah i think i think we've gotten here because of what the fans have said so they tried to make something different with four and five and now they're going back and i think that regression is a little bit jarring um in a way and i'm not really sure what to do with it or what people want because it's like yeah you asked for this and this is what you're gonna get so now you got it so you kind of live with it so um i don't know i think i think it's gonna be good i think people are a little hard on it right now but you know the big misconception that i want to talk about just for a quick second is that this game has been in development for a long as time right halo 5 came yep. out um in 2015 they supported it you know with their um their online multiplayer content like you know warzone and arena you know different events for as far as like you know skins for guns and weapons and um armor all that shit like that so they supported that game for like two years at least and me and stokes played a shit ton of it it was really cool um but you gotta imagine they've been working on this game for a long Mm. time so uh they're touting this as like a next gen xbox series x built from the ground up game but it's just not this is not the case oh it's definitely not no yeah i I guess it's xbox enhanced that's what yeah exactly yeah that probably should be way more than like built from the ground up and it kind of sucks that's Microsoft is selling this snake oil like that, like because it's clearly a last gen game, right? Like this is clearly oh one hundred percent was built for the Xbox, and even in their even in their talks, they've been saying that nothing is going to be solely Xbox Series X for at least eighteen months after launch. That means that yeah, you're going to be able to run it on your fucking day one Xbox rage. You know what I'm saying? You're going to run this game, so there's no way it could you know utilize the solid state hard drive. You know all the fucking eighty billion teraflops that are in this console, so. Yeah, I think they're selling something, but fans need to be kind of tempered on those expectations. And once you get your head kind of in that line that this is way more generational instead of like, um, you know, completely new, then that can kind of get us into the right mindset of thinking that this game is from, you know, the generation leaving and not necessarily the generation coming up. So, right. But, but, but you know, Microsoft, they always, it's like hard to leave other stuff like in the past. So, you know, like, of course, yeah. Like you saying, like you know, PlayStation there, they'll cut your ass off and go next generation. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, won't even think about it. But Xbox like, no, no. We we're gonna be able to play every game we've ever made ever. Okay? Xbox, Xbox three sixty, all of it. You have access all of to it. it in the cloud, no matter what. We don't care. You're gonna be able to play it. And they probably they're probably doing this in the meeting. It's like, listen, we know y'all probably wanna optimize the fuck out of this game, okay? But you can't do it. But make sure it can still play on the One S. Okay? And the X. And the One X. And the Series XX. All that shit. Yeah. So. But like, that's their problem, like, man. They they like want they want like all gamers to be included. Which is like, it's dope, you know, but you got to draw the line sometimes. Next-gen games don't really like come out 
until like a year after the combat. Right, exactly. Out, you right, know, right. like just like it's pretty normal. It's just pretty expected. Right. I don't know. Um, except for unless they're just making something completely new for the game, but like it just makes sense. You want people, not everyone's going to chill out however much this console comes out mm-hmm. for a long time right. <laughs> until prices go down, you know. Oh, like, yeah. It makes sense. They want the why they would not make Halo just for next gen. That would be really, really dumb. I mean, you know, PlayStation be doing. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's okay. Not dumb, just a different way of thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just a <laughs> d- different I like business the Xbox model. Thinking. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, no, I, and, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, I guess we have, are we gonna talk about the graphics controversy? I guess. Yeah, what do you think? What you think it looks like ass or no? <laughs> uh, Damn. I think I don't know. I think like stuff like that's generally just like a little bit overblown. I mean it's like still like wait until the final game comes out and stuff. But like it didn't look like amazing. Like it looks pretty like it looks super sharp. Like I liked like I thought the guns sounded really like the sound was like really, really good. Three four three nailed um, the sound in five. Yeah, the oh, sound, I'm glad it's it's the same sound basically, but even more amped and I'll fucking love yeah. it. It sounded really, really good. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the it was like super, super sharp and stuff, like which was cool. Um, I'm sure that's just the frame rate. Um, but like, yeah, the detail wasn't really there. Like it, it was just kind of seemed like it, like it was. It, there wasn't a lot of detail. I, that that one like side by side. I think it was what Halo. I don't know what it was like a Halo. Halo a previous Halo. Halo three. Like with mm-hmm. all the lighting and like the sh- like the shade, like the shadows, look clean as a fuck. Yeah, and I mean, that's cherry picking like a thing. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to. Yeah. You know, it's still pretty subjective, but I mean, it, I don't. It it didn't like look ama- amazing, other than like here's a vast landscape, which in 2020 doesn't really like. I mean, I play Destiny all the time. You know, like doesn't really. Like that, I, I'm gonna need more than that. But I mean, it was like it was very sharp. This audio was good. Like the grappling hook was cool, but it's just kind of like, okay, we got a grappling hook now. What else? <laughs> you know. Um, so that that's just kind of how I felt about it. Like I was like, this is cool, but it's like also very underwhelming. And yep. again, I'm not a Halo person, so take it yeah. with a grain of salt. So I'm sure yeah, if I don't it was think Star I don't Wars, I'd yeah, just be I'm like, it's the best thing ever. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, we don't we don't have a Halo expert on the on the panel. That's yeah. fair. What do you what do you, what do you think about the graphics wars? I think you kind of touched on it a little bit. But yeah, you, it, 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 it didn't bother me. Like I was just like, it looked like Halo. So yeah, you, know. you were kind of. I mean, it, it would be, it would be nice to upscale it, but I'm just like, like that's what the the look I was expecting. That's what I've always like seen from Halo. So yeah, I think I saw yeah. a tweet from Tim Geddes that was just like. It was like an it's like very like Nintendo fans understand like it doesn't need to be the best graphics to be a great game or something. I don't. Right. I completely like saw that. I could be taking that quote completely out of context. I don't know if I am. I'm sorry. That Tim. sounds like a Tim because I know you I listen to this that. podcast. But right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, and that's a way to think about it. Like, uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, what was the game like? That I completely am on board with yeah, that. So right, because like I'm I may treat it like Call of Duty. Where I don't even play the campaign, I just go straight to multiplayer. Yeah, so. I still have not finished it. I was enjoying the Call of Duty camp, Call of Duty campaign. I just haven't finished it yet. Oh, so good! Definitely finish it. Shouts out to Modern Warfare. Yeah, I think I think the graphics, um, the graphics, Hullabaloo is a little overblown. Um, we only really hear about games getting downgraded, right? Like we see the previews of Witcher Three or right. 
name your Ubisoft game. <laughs> we see them look really fantastic in preview. And then when they get to our house at that, you know, by the time it comes out, it's not as good, right? That's all we ever hear about. But actually, I feel like more games have better graphics when they are released. Um, the artistic design might change a little bit as far as like lighting goes and just like small technical details. But I feel like games really do improve from their preview stage, um, whatever demo you see from like an E3. And then two years later, you get the final game. Uh, Last of Us did take a bit of a hit, but I think overall that game, Last of Us 2 specifically, um, looks a lot better um, now than it did before. Not everything. Don't you know? Don't yell at me if you saw that smooth as E3 trailer. It, it definitely had got a downgrade, but I think as an overall package, it looks um, decidedly you know better. So basically, what I'm trying to get to here is that I would guarantee you that this Halo game is only going to get better. Now they keep saying it's in development, but we're coming out here in the fall, so we don't really have too much time. You know, they're definitely gonna no, be they don't. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely going to be crunching to get it done, um, and hopefully, you know, they can do it safely and all that shit like that, but. The big takeaway, at least for me, is that it's a last-gen game. I'm sorry that Microsoft is advertising it as if it were definitely built for the Series X because that's literally impossible. So we need to set our expectations there. And Digital Foundry did a really good piece about the lighting, and I kind of was seeing that, right? The lighting's super flat because they're kind of in shadow. We know what light does in shadow. It just gets super flat. You can't see the details. So it was a weird bit of the presentation to show as far as, like, this is the this is yeah, the showing. Yeah, I can see that. But but like, I feel like because like they, it's almost like they flubbed like what section of the game they yep, showed. Like they could exactly, have done a little yep. more there. Yeah, but I guess in, maybe they don't want to give away the story. Like they want yep. to keep it really rudimentary. That's fine. But like, yeah, and it, it seems like, like the I think they would wanted. Right. Yeah. It seems like the beginning of it too. Right. Like they yeah. just coming straight from space and down there, and then they get to the they were just really and, focusing on the open world mm-hmm. thing. Yep. And you you're know? in like a fucking you know you're a valley and like yeah you're just yeah. in in shadow so everything looks like it's muddy you know so definitely a technical thing and that's another thing too because they're promising ray tracing which is really annoying to me like this whole push for ray tracing ray tracing looks good let me tell you right now it looks good but first of all it's super expensive and second of all if it's done improperly then it's not going to look good so everyone's talking about the minecraft ray trace like oh look how great minecraft looks in ray tracing. well guess what minecraft looks it's like minecraft a by it does it's minecraft yeah <laughs> shit looks like yeah. 480p it's one of the dumbest things i've ever heard yeah, yeah, so if you if you put ray tracing on Minecraft, so of course it's gonna look better. But also, it's not hard. It's it wouldn't be. Yeah, it wouldn't be hard to make a block have you know ray trace light. But if you put it on a game that actually has graphics, it's gonna be a lot harder, and you can't do it as and 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 as a nuanced way. So um, I don't know if you yeah. looked at a tree, but it don't look like a block, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But when is it? That's kind of a disappointment too. They don't have it at launch. That ray tracing. So once it gets in there, it'll look better. So give the game some time. I think it'll only improve. But what we really need to know is about what's the performance going to be, right? Like they killed the multiplayer as far as Halo Five when it felt smooth. You had abilities. It was fast. All this shit like that. If they can nail that again, then I think I think we'll be in there. So I, you should feel they Halo fans should I feel feel like for the most part. As excited as I am to play Destiny Next Gen, you're gonna play it 60 frames per second. You're gonna play it in a, like a faster mm-hmm. system. Like, there's gonna be benefits. It's mm-hmm. sure it's not a next gen yep. game, but it's gonna play better. You're gonna have a better experience on the next gen game. It's fine. Transitional period, man. We got to do it together and not and not yell at everybody about it. Yep. <laughs> but how did you guys like his pilot? I fucking love that dude. I think I love. Oh yeah, no, that was really good. I thought the voice acting and. I was instantly into that character for sure. Man, all right. Just well, before we get into it, we'll play that clip right here. Play the clip of the pilot for me, uh, Rage, right here. Gaia. You'll be safe here. Oh, I'll be safe. <laughs> safe? 
I haven't been safe since I found you. I found you, remember? You were out there on your own, and you'd still be out there if it wasn't for me. I thought I was going home. There won't be a home if we don't stop the banished. You keep saying that. We're outgunned, outnumbered. I know I saw condors over there. I'm going to dig through them and find one with the working sleep space drive. And when you're done with this war, we'll get away from here. So that's his pilot. Uh, I don't know the dude's name. I don't know if they said it in there, but man, that, that voice actor is killing it. And I love that because a big thing of Halo is the interaction with the people. I'm not really the biggest Master Chief fan. I think he's kind of flat, but I like when he plays off somebody like Cortana. And this pilot looks to be pretty dope as well. So shouts out to that guy. Yes. Yes. I think I already like fawned over him before. It sounds clip, like, but yeah, it sounds like a fun character. Big yeah, bad, I was big into bad. it. Okay, well, it's Halo 5. I'm sorry, Halo Infinite, my B, my B. Um, it looked pretty good. Uh, people kind of giving a lot of crap, but maybe don't give it so much crap, and we'll see uh, how it comes along. But we're going to keep this train rolling, take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the world premieres. The Oblivious Podcast is brought to you by Chicken Wings. We love wings oh so much, and we'd love to promote your delicious wings right here on the Oblivious Podcast. Dry rub, wet rub, naked, bone-in, boneless, we don't discriminate. So reach out to us today and get your wings advertised right here on the show. And we're back. Next up on the docket, uh, so this was the big show for Halo and World Premieres. Uh, your boy, I think it was Matt Booty that gave us information. He said that we had 10 world premieres and 22 console launch exclusives. Man, they played that world premieres clip, seemed like every fucking second. They did. Wor- 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 world premiere. Mix it there. Wor- wor- world premiere. Cool. All right. So, yeah, lots of new games, lots of good stuff. Uh, Warriors, you jotted down for me a few that you wanted to specifically talk about. We'll run through those, and then after we do that, we'll run through the entire list of everything that came out. So, um, yeah, the first one you have up for me is your boys uh, over here at, what's the studio? Sorry, I got my notes for all the studios. Undead. Undead Labs, thank you, sir. Coming out with the state of the K3, man. What you thinking? How you feeling? Listen, (laughs) I might be more excited for this one than I was for Halo. People people shit on State of Decay too. Yeah, that game came out busted as fuck. Broken okay. as fuck. <laughs> like you run into a rock, shoot your car, and if you know, eighty feet in the air and you're fucking dead. You gotta and you know, zombies will run through your car, drag you out, and just just it's just a bunch of crazy shit. But that game is it's it's just it's fun. You know, you just wanna get in there, you know, waste a couple you know, maybe like an hour, you know, just beat up some zombies, go kill some plague cars. Man, I'm I'm down for it. And you know, I know the game. This ain't the game that I'm gonna see. I know that. I'm not dumb. I know what it's gonna look like, but I'm here for it. And you know why? Because it's on Game Pass. You know how much it's gonna cost me? Nine dollar a month to play it. Okay, fifteen a month. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, whatever it is, six nine. I, I don't know. I just know they charge it to my credit card. It's and, invisible at that point, and it's invisible. Yeah, and like I don't even notice it. And I know oh, I'm gonna get. Jesus I'm gonna get to Christ. play it and. It's, I'm gonna be here for it. So like, it's not like if I buy a game for sixty, then mm-hmm. I get buyer's remorse and I feel like I gotta play it. But if I got Game Pass, I can just download this game. Like, man, this game fucking sucks. I can delete it and I can move on. This okay, is a not gonna, time to be but alive. It's not gonna to suck. Have Netflix gaming. <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. It's fucking crazy. I'm excited for fucking it, gaming. Okay. Yeah, State of the K. I mean, it was a CG trailer. That's not what it's gonna look like. I just hope the game is not broken. Uh, I'll play with you this time, Wars. I'll, I'll fuck with you. Okay, okay. okay. we we'll play a little bit. Is that, that the zombie one? Wait, yeah, is that the, the zombie one. The, the girl it's, in the in the in the woods. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. she screamed at the at the wolf. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was actually the only thing that I thought looked dope, to be honest. Yeah, that's, yeah, the CGI trailer was pretty lit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, it was a dope ass trailer. Shout out to those yeah. people that made it, but show yeah. me some gameplay, guys. That's all. Yeah, I was, not, that's I not was, gonna be gameplay. I was affected by that scream. Yeah, I, I kind of on the run too. I was like, man, I don't, I don't want to. Like, I just woke up. I just woke up. I was like in bed, like, I was like oh, oh god, okay, well, that's funny. Um, I'm and right back before to sleep now, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right before they showed uh, State of Decay, uh, I believe we had the uh, Forza Motorsport premiere as well. Um, this one was in engine. Um, it wasn't direct gameplay, but mm-hmm. it was in in engine. It's probably the prettiest thing that we saw, and oh, of yeah, all the down. things closest to gameplay. And engine again isn't in gameplay, but it's closer to it than a CGI trailer. Right. Uh, it had all the things you wanted, right? All the ray tracing. It looked fucking beautiful. It was smooth as fuck. Um, the biggest disappointment, though, is that the game probably isn't coming out until next fall. Uh, they said that they were in early development, and also they said that it so was in a only year? for. You said what? So in a year? Yeah, about a year. Yeah, they said yeah. it was only going to be PC and Xbox Series X. So uh, that could be the first game that we get that's actually built for this, you know, this beastly hardware. So um, I know you got. I know it's kind of weird. I've been in Forza since the beginning, basically. Juarez fucked with me back in the day, but left me hanging. But Rage is kind of getting back into it in the Horizon series. So uh, did this Forza trailer tickle your fancy at all, Rage? No, yeah. I mean, I think just Forza. It's kind of like to that point. It's just like it already looks amazing. So it's just like, oh, it's like 10% better of already amazing. So it's like, yeah, it's just going to look amazing. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely play it for sure. Um, yeah, I'll probably I'm more excited to play it because like when I stepped into Force, I haven't played it in a while, but like I enjoyed it. But like the game has been out for so long, right? So it's like it'll be cool to get in on Force when it like the new game comes out. You know, experience it as it as it happens, I guess, instead of just being like, oh, I'll just play a few things. Which actually, that's kind of what I like about Forza. I guess mm-hmm. it's just to be like, eh, I'm just gonna few, do a few races. Everything's pretty. The music's dope. Just keep it chill, man. Get that get yeah. that right. chill soundtrack out here. It's chill time. I will play this Forza though. I wish you. Is there a way? I'm sure there isn't, but it'd be really dope if there's a way to like put your own music into your car in Forza. Like you can like log in your, log in your st- Spotify account or something. That'd yeah, so I don't sick. think they have Spotify. I think Microsoft I has some. <laughs> Microsoft has some kind of bullshit thing. I want to say that you have. To, I, it's not OneDrive. I'll look into it. There is a way. I don't know if it was. Yeah, still, I think there's still, like some program. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, I don't know if it's dumb. still in. If it's dumb. That it's not. Yeah, it's dumb that it's not Spotify. But it, I think it should, Microsoft, it should. It should like. I'm sure that wouldn't be that hard, and that that would help. You can't you, say tell you me that might, would help. You might be able to play Spotify on the Xbox by itself as well, though. Um, While you're I playing, think, but that's not the. I want it like in the game like that, like because I, I, I understand don't know. what you're saying. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, not, not an overlay. Just integrated. Yeah. That'd be so sick. It was either it was either Horizon three or Horizon two that had that feature, but I'm not sure if it carried over to Horizon four. But I'll look into it and figure it out for you. I got you. No worries. No worries. Or at the very least, it would be really cool. Like have like uh, Forza artists or whatever, and like Ooh. where you can make your own playlist and shit. Do some uh, curation. That's a good even idea. if it's within it. So where you're saying be like ah, because there's sometimes when running Forza like I really like that song. It'd be cool if I could go to my little nav and be like add it to a playlist. Like mm, I don't know your favorites. It's kind of, it'd be cool because it's a car game. Like, it's what you do, generally. I mean, I don't ever, like, make, put a... I don't look at my phone when I drive, so I don't put a song on my on my playlist when I'm driving. I hear something cool, but... <laughs> oh, 
I get, I get Colleen to do it, but glad you're a good driver. <laughs> hey, hey, right. hey, respecting the role. I like it. This guy. Okay. Uh, so Ford's a big thumbs up for that. Next up, we had Rare popping in here uh, with their Everwild trailer. Now, again, CGI trailer. Pass. Yeah, pass. It was it was pretty cool. It was more it, of all the things that are originals. I love the art style the most. It had that kind of whimsical, almost watercolor-esque uh, art style too. But again, we don't really see gameplay, so um, not the biggest um, attracting thing to it. So, But shouts out to Rare. People love Rare. Um, Rare Replay, everyone's got a boner for the old school stuff. I'm not the biggest fan. I mean, Banjo-Kazooie? Yeah, Banjo, all this shit like that. It's fine, but didn't really take on my fancy too much. So next up we have Hellblade. Uh, this is the big one. One of the bigger pulls, Ninja Theory, now a Microsoft-owned studio. They bought them um, after they made their first Hellblade, Sinner was Sacrifice. Pretty big hit, uh, big indie game. It's kind of like, uh, you know, you're running around in the north. Was it? Is it like nor- Nordic um, regions, I guess, some shit like that? And uh, it's actually cool because the lady who worked on the game in like a, you know, developer sense ended up being the main character. So the, the Hellblade teaser tickle your fancy at all it was just cgi and they talked about iceland but i mean you know people like hellblade so uh me no not especially not i didn't play the first yeah. one but i mean i think it's i think i think it's gonna be i think it's a good ip to have so i mean I, I think it'll be i think it'll be good for microsoft to have it uh but like for me i'm probably not gonna play it yeah they're, they're definitely cool. gonna they're definitely gonna flex their muscles because it's gonna be run on Un- unreal engine 5 and yeah they're doing Ooh. i think they said they're in the development portion where they're scouting out places in iceland uh i have a note here that uh kojima is gonna swoon over this game because he made death stranding which is supposed to be an approximation of a, a dystopian destroyed america but it just looks like iceland so <laughs> since ninja theory is gonna actually make a real iceland game kojima is gonna fucking lose his mind so i need to go back and finish that game Oh my god, play. I played it the other day. Jesse so Jesse, uh man, quick sidebar. Jesse and her and her sister were report, recording their podcast. Shout out guys if you guys listen to this, but um since I was kicked out in the living room, I was playing Death Stranding and I was just making roads. <laughs> and Jesse came into the living room and watched me build roads for like an hour. That's a good game. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, see, delivering see. packages and building roads. <laughs> Perfect game <laughs> for these times. It's an essential an essential work. <laughs> Next up, next up, Wars, you want to talk about Destiny? Uh, yeah, I touched on a little bit, but man, yeah. Like I said before, we didn't know that it was going to be this much on Game Pass, right? It's already a free game, so that's not that big right. of a surprise. But for them to put out all the content up until now to be free on Game Pass, that's fucking huge. That's crazy. Like, that. so that's like literally, I mean, there is like a barrier to entry, but it's like so low. Like, the game's free, the DLC costs like 30 bucks a piece. So if you got Game Pass, you can just download the game. Six, what is it? You said six dollars or nine dollars? Six dollars. Well, a month? ten bucks for the regular and then fifteen for the ultimate, I believe. Oh, okay. Well, ten ten dollars a month. You can get a free. You can get a free game and you can get all the DLC. So like, it won't say, oh, you don't have this. You can't access this. Yep. And like, that's cra- to me. That's just crazy. That like that'll be there like day one. You can you yeah. Don't, they're so, going. Like, you don't have to pre-order like the DLC. I think she crazy. said. I think she said September. I think she said September. Everything's gonna yeah. be there. So this is gonna be this, this will this will legitimately get you ready. For, and this is why they're doing. It. They want to get you ready for Beyond Light, right? So you get this in yeah. September. Beyond Light drops in November. So you have two months to just fucking go crazy or whatever it is. Wait, September, August, three months, three months to go crazy. September, October, November. Yeah, to go crazy <laughs> and get up to the Beyond Light standards, right? Like that's fucking awesome. Right. And just like. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like I kind of got like a sneak preview because I'm playing on my playing Destiny. Except on my PC. I'm already up to standard. Now, 
Except that Rage is already up to stand. Because Rage, I hear catch up with my boy Rage. What's that light level Rage? What you got, baby? Shit, like a smooth one fifty two. Ooh, killing them. Let's go. Got the Xenophage other day out here. Yeah, I haven't claimed it yet, but but my my boy Goob, he said he walked me through it. Yeah, I got you, man. Yeah. Okay. Fun time. Yeah, I actually, I actually uh, want to do the dungeon now just to do the dungeon because that was kind of fun. Yeah, well, I mean, we can whenever you let me know, man. I got you. I only died once. Damn, that's impressive. I died like I died like twenty times constantly in that dungeon. <laughs> oh yeah, but true. I'm we did only die one time. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We only had to restart once. But big up, big ups to Destiny. That was a cool pull. We're really glad that it's on the Game Pass. Destiny, but the content's coming out, uh, and the upgrades like Ray shouted out before, mm. um, it being sixty frames on the. The Series X will be pretty cool getting that. Like you said, Warriors, just now before I cut you off, I apologize. I mean, that's getting all right. A bit, so getting, getting a, a little bit of that taste of the high frames. Go ahead. Let me hear it. For Destiny, so everything's going to transfer to the next gen? Like if whatever I, my progress on yep. my Xbox will transfer? Okay. Everything yep. is in the cloud. Lit. I and then there's another Destiny you know, has nothing to do with the Xbox, but I'm fine. Like this is the first. I'm this week like playing this dungeon. I've this is the first time that I'm getting that feeling back of when I was playing Destiny before, you know, and I mm-hmm. felt like I was, you know, of like you were power. In yeah. Like I'm like not like clueless about things. Not like chasing. I'm shooting well. I know what guns. To use. I was talking about goo, which guns I've been using, running in Crucible and stuff. Like I don't know in near as much as like goo or whatever, but. Back no to where I'm just not like my head's just not spinning, you know what I'm saying? So it's pretty dope. No. It 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 uh it take a minute to get back in there. Yeah, but but we back. That's cool, man. Yeah, Destiny. That it's man. It's one of my top five games of all time, just because of that. Like it's a game we can all play together. We can all jump in. We can do a myriad of things. We're always questing. We're always just hanging out. It's a great social game. I'm I'm for the most part against uh live service games. I really do love my solitude as a single player gamer. But man, Destiny, it hits the feels and. You know, just oh, yeah. a, a, a quick so, shout out right. to Bungie. And you can like, you know, you can like play with friends or you can like put a podcast on in the background. Like, yep. go yeah, like grind for sure. shit, which is like fucking, I like, I, I it's love It's so relaxing. Game. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's always something to similar chase. similar to so. Forza kind of in that way that right. I'm just like, I'm just going to do some flashpoints <laughs> and mm-hmm. put True, on podcasts yeah. and, you know, chill. You know, the big chill. Catalyst. All right, next up we got Fable. Another CGI trailer, but that was like the end cap. It was their next big thing. Uh, have right. any, either of you got played, guys played Fable at all? Yes, I played all no. of them. Yeah. What do you think, Warriors? You a big Fable fan? You said you played Oh, yeah, man. I'm, this I'm excited for, man. Like, I, I just love the narrative and like the comedy. The choices, like, all that bullshit. It's Fable. Yeah, like you can do like, but it'd be like the stupidest of choices. You it's know so what I'm saying? Stupid. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, you just go around and doing whatever you want. You can like, Raise taxes on your villagers and they all starve. They get the plague and shit. You know, it ain't funny, but like, you know, it's, it would be funny to happen, you know, because we're in the pandemic right now. But in video game world, it's kind of funny. Uh, you know, you can run around in a chicken suit, just killing people and shit. You know, you can be like a benevolent king or you can just or be like a tyrant. Jerk. Yeah, you can just be the one. So, like, I'm, you know this I'm, I'm excited do, for. I'm probably you more excited for Fable than Halo. So, that, I mean, I'm. I'm not even gonna lie. I kind of hate saying this because I'm not. I'm not there, but I'm huge on playground games, and playground games is the same guys that made Forza Horizon, right? So this team is. They got so big, and they were just doing. They're they're so good at Forza. I know they put in work. If you if any of you guys hear this, I'm not discounting you guys put in work, but they've gotten so good at it that they just they can't make anything less than a nine for those Forza Horizon games. So they broke off uh, within the studio, kind of like 
a three four three situation except for without the name branding. Um, and they're making you know this Fable game, so they're masters of the open world. They can do the time of day oh, stuff. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited for, to see what they do in a different realm. And and this yeah, is what I want more from Microsoft. I think it's kind of it kind of sucks a little bit because it's not a new IP, but I want them to take chances with their studios because they have they have so much talent. But you know everyone's just kind of making the things that they've made before, and they're not really branching out too far. But to have have playground games you know uh, a european studio come out here and actually make this fable game and bring it back to what it used to be or bring it into the you know next generation is pretty exciting so not the biggest fable fan i haven't finished any of them but i've dabbled them dabbled in them a little bit but it's cool to see playground uh come out here and do their best to flex their muscles it's like the witcher light though no yeah i mean i've, I've been thinking about going back to fable well, i've light, always light. started them but i haven't finished them so all right, well, I'm going to give us a quick rundown of just everything that was here before we get on to the right. past segment. So, again, first up, we had Halo. We had State of the K. Uh, we had Forza Motorsport. We had Everwild. We had Tell Me Why. Uh, that was a Don't Not Join. These are the guys who made um, A Life is Strange. Uh, they're a pretty cool game. They're like story-based games, uh, choose-your-own-adventure kind of style. They usually have some kind of twist to them. So, like the Life is Strange game, you could control time, uh, one of the girls you played as. Uh, pretty cool game. I played the first one. I haven't played anything else. So I'm slightly interested in this one. It's kind of cool. The story seems to be uh, you are trans male, transgender male and uh, you have your sister and you're kind of going on a journey. Something happened, look like with your family. So they're looking for you or some bullshit like that. So uh, that could be a cool one. Um, after that, we saw Ori uh, and the Will of the Wisp, which is the second Ori game by Moon Studios. They were talking about having it in 120 frames at 4K. Now, where is I've been Ooh. talking to you about this? This is Wait, what I've been what? wanting. Which I wish there was. No, I said, really I said I just like like just like playing normal speed at 120, like not slow. Like what? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's actually so. This is a thing too. The the whole feed, the whole presentation was in 1080p 60. So the only way they could really show that it was at 120, they showed a slow mo clip, right? So is that a PC um, gaming thing though? Like people are already playing games in that that rate. Yeah, so, yeah, you, you're completely yeah, right. Yeah, people, yeah, people are. They're already okay. doing it, but the console hasn't seen it, so they're trying to bring it to the console, right? And it's kind of cool because it just smooths everything out, man. It makes it crazy, crazy clean, and to have it at 4K is impressive. Now, it's not a intense, intense game, but Ori has some pretty crazy stuff. It's a 2D game, but hmm. seeing that at 124 k is going to be pretty, pretty smooth. Um, next up, we had Outer Worlds uh, DLC, Peril on the Gorgon. Uh, this is made actually by Private Division. Uh, the Outer Worlds was originally uh, built by Obsidian, but with Private Division's help, they're making this DLC. People like Outer Worlds. It's a pretty dope game. Um, kind of a Fallout-style RPG. If you play Fallout, you know what we're talking about here. Uh, this is where Grounded came through from Obsidian. It's like a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids game as well. Uh, they had a cool couple jokes that War is putting here. It's a tiny game, not a tiny, <laughs> small game. It's about being small people in the game. And uh, they made the joke about the biggest game coming out this year. And they said, it's not cyberpunk or like wait for cyberpunk or some shit like that, which is pretty good. Yes. Um, I was like, oh, sneak peek. But no, it wasn't. It was not a sneak peek at all. Yeah. So ground looks pretty cool coming from Obsidian. Uh, Then we had their big game, which was teased as well, which was a fouled. Uh, again, Obsidian originally worked on um, Fallout New Vegas, um, so they've got you know their feet in that kind of RPG realm. Uh, so Avowed is their next take at that. So kind of a a Skyrim competitor. If 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 Outer Worlds was their um, was their uh, Fallout variant, then Avowed will be their Skyrim variant, right? So right. Uh, that'd be cool. This is big too because Obsidian is owned by Microsoft, so. Microsoft isn't really going to be in the situation where they're probably going to take things from people. I think this 
the I'm sorry, the Outer Worlds DLC should come. We don't know if Avowed's going to come everywhere, but Microsoft owns Minecraft, which you can play fucking Minecraft on a PlayStation. So we, we'll be interested to see uh, what they do with Avowed if it's a you know Xbox only and a PC only kind of thing. Which I think they said it in the in the presentation. It still probably could come to PlayStation. So it'd be kind of cool to see uh, what they do with that. Uh, next up after we had As Dusk Falls, which is an interior night game. This is their first, their first game in indie studio. Uh, it looks kind of cool. It's a visual novel kind of style. Not necessarily my cup of tea, but people love stories and games, so we'll check out what that's about. Uh, then we had Hellblade 2. We talked about that a little bit. Um, Psychonauts, man. Fucking Psychonauts by Double Fine Studios. Um, Warriors, did you play Psychonauts back I don't, in the day? I don't know what that even is. Oh, okay. I thought you did for some reason. Well... <laughs> It's got Jack Black, so, you know, check it out, I guess. <laughs> I saw him singing. I remember that. Yeah, I kind of wanted to put the clip in there. But, yeah, shout out to Jack Black. Double Fine's pretty cool. They're pretty wacky. The Psychonaut first game was kind of uh, this look into, I guess, mental health and kind of what people do in their brains. It was, like, a serious game, but with a very, like, silly kind of vibe to it. But people love it, so they're coming back to it. Um, Double Fine, shouts out to Brutal Legend. That was a Jack Black joint as well where you had the guitar and beat up people with it. That was cool. Uh, then we had Destiny 2. We talked about that for a bit. Stalker 2, uh, no real clue about that. That's GCS Game World. Um, I think they're Ukrainian uh, developer. Uh, after that, we had Warhammer Dark Tide, um, more Warhammer. I think it's RTS, but I think this version might be something different. Uh, then Tetris Effect showed up. Tetris Effect connected. Tetris Effect came out on PlayStation last year, so we're finally getting on the Xbox side. People fucking love Tetris, man. I mean, I like it too, but you know, I'm not. Yeah, I'm about to say I don't like it that much. <laughs> yeah, people go crazy for Tetris. <laughs> Download. Uh, uh, then we had the gunk um, uh, made by Image and Form Games, which looked pretty cool. A brown lady as a protagonist, she's running around beating shit up. I think uh, these are the same folks that made Steam World, uh, which is a pretty good game series. Uh, then we had the Median, which was another impressive game. This is uh, from Blooper Team. Um, it looks kind of like Alan Wake, if you guys remember the Alan Wake game. Uh, the cool thing about it, oh, I love this Alan Wake, right? Yeah, Alan Wake was a, was a banger. This game is running uh, basically two game worlds simultaneously. So, boys, if you remember from damn you motherfuckers both didn't play titanfall anyways it's got like I this feel that you're walking through and then the game can flip into a whole new world so as far as like tech things go coming from microsoft this was another one that was pretty impressive kind of touting what the xbox can do uh then for the japanese nerds because xbox doesn't have nearly enough uh stuff yeah, on yeah. that side we had the fantasy star online 2 new genesis um then after that we had crossfire x which looked like a discount call of duty brought to you by the people it really did yeah, yeah, yep. it did for real. Remedy's more for their story-based stuff. Alan Wake and Max Payne and Control, most recently. But um, they're looking to do a shooter. So hopefully we still get that weird Remedy flavor in there as well. Uh, then we talked about Fable ending the show. So that's all the games that they showed at the Xbox Showcase. How'd I do, boys? Good job. Good job. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank yeah, man. Man. That was good. You hear any that was very good. Or stuttering? You just... Explanation, really man. I like well it. Done. I like it. Pretty big clean out there. Okay. So that's everything we got um, as far as all the games. But the big thing we want to end up with is a quick discussion on Game Pass because it's the future and do we like it. So stick with us and we'll be right back. The Oblivious Podcast is brought to you by Chicken Wings. We love wings oh so much and we'd love to promote your delicious wings right here on the Oblivious Podcast. Dry rub, wet rub, naked, bone-in, boneless, we don't discriminate. So reach out to us today and get your wings advertised right here on the show. And we're back. We're going to end this show talking about Game Pass. Um, We did, however, show note, we did lose Rage. Um, He told us, he said... And I quote, 
you motherfuckers won't get light better than mine and then just like left the mic just left the mic <laughs> so i don't fucking know what that's about i'm assuming he's gonna go get some more light so hopefully he has a good journey in that but we'll end the show with me and Juarez hanging out here um maybe i can get the ghost of rage to play this game pass clip we'll see if it works uh ghost of rage play that clip for me <laughs> Do it, Ghost. Xbox Game Pass is the best way to discover and play. And we want you to be able to experience as many great games as possible. So Game Pass members, you can play every game you see today from your subscription or free to play. All right, Warriors. So we had all the games. Um, Let's talk about Game Pass. Now, the big selling point for this whole presentation was that everything that we saw today will be available day one on Game Pass. And we talked about it a little bit before, but the one they're really trying to push is Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, it's $15 a month. You get all the Game Pass on um, console, and then you get the Game Pass on PC as well, and also pays for your Xbox Live. Now, also a note, I think it was either before this or right after this, but they um, announced that you will not be able to buy 12-month subscriptions of Xbox Live Gold anymore. Now, right, right. the game that we've been running, and not just running ourselves, Halo, or not Halo, fuck me, Xbox has been permitting this, right? You could buy a year of Game Pass for 30 bucks on sale, and then, I'm not Game Pass, you could buy a year of Xbox Live Gold for like 30 bucks on sale, normally 60, and then just pay for a dollar of Game Pass. And basically, you're getting Game Pass for free for that year. Um, but we've ended that now. You have to just pay for Game yep. Pass. There's no more Xbox Live Gold subscriptions. Game Pass is an all-inclusive thing. So that's where we're moving to. So how do you feel about the um, the idea and the implement- implementation, I guess, of Game Pass? Uh, I'm cool with it. Um, you know, I, I like it all, all being being under one little umbrella and you know if you know if you got xbox live then you got game pass so if you got xbox live you got all these games that you can play you know in the library um just i mean doing the math of it man like like i for me personally you know i know i buy more than like three games a year you know i think that, that easily at 12 at, yeah that 15 at 12 is that's a buck 80 I'm, right that's a buck 80 yeah yeah if yeah it, just if it ain't yeah. whatever um so you know what i'm saying like i, I like i know in like the case of uh, the of a year i'm buying three games but like now if i can get like access to like 20 30 like it'll give me more incentive to like oh well man maybe i can try this game or this game look a little bit interesting or maybe i can you know dabble in this game um so for me it's it's like great because like i'm already paying like whatever the, the ten dollar deal is for the um for the um for the ultimate already and it's just like just knowing that like i don't have to like go out not that I mean I, I bought my game digitally anyway. Of course, same uh, same. But you know, yeah, just knowing like I don't have to buy that game, knowing that I have just like a backlog of like games that I can play or like like man, this could be interesting or you know just like YouTube and YouTube, you be watching YouTube, it's gonna show you an ad for something anyway. It's like oh man, that, that game's on Game Pass, <laughs> dang! And you know what I'm saying I'm gonna download it, I'm gonna play it, you know, and they hopefully they got like a lot of other stuff, you know, in there like me and my bro can play. I, I don't think you can share a Game Pass no more though. Or can you? You can, but what happens is that it mm. signs you out whenever you ping on one of them. So I have mm. the problem with, with my brother. Because I originally got Ultimate just so he could play on PC and I can play on console. Mm. But now that I'm more in the PC realm, I think anytime I open it up on mine, it kicks it out in other spots. So you can do it. It's just a little finicky. Gotcha, gotcha. So I mean, I'm pretty sure they'll probably come up with like, like a family plan or something like that. Um, You know, like... Maybe if it's like a couple dollars more a month. Oh, like, like a two for one kind of a deal, you mean, yeah? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? If it feels like, yeah. you know, 15 for a single, maybe like 
If it was like twenty bucks, like I pay twenty bucks to have me, my brother on Game Pass, Ultimate where if like if he play on PC and I'm playing on Xbox, we can like download the games be under the same umbrella. Of course, yeah, um, that'd be awesome. Actually. But yeah. right, like just but like like why I just don't know why you wouldn't like I've I don't remember getting three games at Christmas before, man. Like <laughs> yeah. when I was a kid, bruh. Like if this was a thing, like if I asked my mom for this. Like she would jump on this, bro. She'd be like, "Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. All I gotta pay is that every month. You can play all these games for free. Like, how can you not like think this is a good? That's to me, that's just a crazy ass deal. Like, I'm here for it, and you know, like, is I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for Game Pass. Yeah, it really does show its value. I mean, when we talk about just alone the Xbox first party games, and I know Xbox has gotten shit. We've talked about a little bit about not having that many releases as far as as far as first parties goes but i mean this year we're gonna get halo next year we'll get um you know we'll get uh hellblade whenever that comes out we'll get forward to like they've really been setting this up in the past year for their it really to hit with the acquisition of these studios and then even their big titles kind of coming out i mean the fact that we got fucking gears of war 5 on game pass kind of blows my mind (laughs) that's that's (laughs) crazy that's a triple A. That's a triple A fucking game. That's a huge, wild. crazy game with a massive single player component and two different multiplayer components in Horde and then in regular multiplayer. Like, and then even they added the other multiplayer. They had that escalation with not escalation. What the fuck was it called? Like the thing where you ran through the tunnel where you got escaped. It was like reverse Horde. Or oh yeah, yeah. Like, I can't remember. Yeah, but it was like yeah, yeah. It was like what three? No, three V. No, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. But yeah, it's I, like I, escape, I, escape. Three, I never played. The three that's people it. escaped yeah, yeah, the yeah. thing or whatever it was, but yeah. Yeah, that's huge value. I mean, these games are far, few and far between for sure. But I mean, for you to have that on there, but then it even has the potential for them to have third party support, right? So we got, that's how I played Devil May Cry 5. It was on Game Pass, right? Uh, they even had fucking Red Dead 2, the, the biggest fucking game ever, right? Like that's, that game was on there. That's for ridiculous. Free, which doesn't make any Wasn't Grand Theft Auto on there too? Yeah, I think Grand Theft Auto as well. Yeah, so that's it's like, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they've got these massive titles coming through and now with uh, Destiny 2 coming out with all their DLC like the value proposition really can't be ignored I think everyone is really kind of talking about and touting it but I guess the the way I want to push the conversation here because I, ca- I got to push it somewhere have a bit of an angle to it outside of the the big first party games I guess and even the the occasional romps in big third party games like from Rockstar um, are we digging this overall approach for a Netflix style of game? Now, let me explain myself a little bit more. I think a big disappointment for a lot of people and why this show really didn't hit like it, like people wanted to hit is that Microsoft is showing their hand that now that they have Game Pass, they're willing to take more risks and they're willing to do different things. Now, I think on the surface, it's a really cool idea. Like we want to have the developers do what they want. We want them to not be stifled and say, okay, well, you know, if I want my Zelda game, it's got to be a military realistic shooter. Like, I don't want everyone to have to feel that way. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not that excited about some of these original things on this kind of first go around. And I feel kind of bad about that because I'm an indie guy. Like, I fucking love a good indie game. I love Stardew Valley. I love, you know, Dream Daddy, all this other weird ass bullshit. I love those kind of games. But I don't know, something about these games under this Microsoft umbrella didn't really stick out to me and then when i think about netflix as a whole like yeah i'm not really excited for netflix originals i'll watch them right they'll be a good one that i'll find every now and then we watched meteor garden which was a um you know this um i think it was korean or chinese um 
you know, teen drama that we watched for a long ass time. That was a remake of an old thing. Or we watched Queer Eye, which got, you know, remade on Netflix or maybe something that's a real Netflix original like Stranger Things. Right. Um, but I really come for when the fuck are they going to put Avengers on there? When are they going to put this big tentpole thing that I saw in theaters and I just want to watch for free now? Like, that's what I come for Netflix. But Netflix has flooded, as we know, with a lot of crap. So. Are we ready and yes, prepared and do we do we want that for our games? Like, do we want Microsoft to just give us a huge list of games that we can take or leave and maybe have like a one or two big hits in there? Like, how do we feel about that that future? Because that's what we're pushing towards with Game Pass. Uh I mean I'm feeling I'm feeling it. Uh mostly because like just like you said, like I have I have like a numerous amount of subscriptions, more than I really <laughs> way need. too many. And I'm just like, what? Like, and then, cause you know, you get an email like, oh, your card of insurance. I'm like, what? Like, what is it? And then I'm like, oh, well, never mind. That's, you know, HBO. And then you get no next one. It's like, oh, that's Hulu. Um, but like for them to, if I'm, if they market this to like, this might sound weird now to children, like this, like this is going to be like, like if these, so like if, if I have a child and they come to me and they say, hey, dad, look, if I have, could I have Game Pass? Like, like man, you know how much shit I'm paying for already. What you need Game Pass for? All these games you got, play some games. But they be like, but look, all these games, I don't even have to buy them. I can just download these games whenever I want. I was like, I be like, oh, you say word? You so if I get you this Game Pass, you can download all these games for free because you got a subscription to it. They're like, yeah, I'm like, all right, sign sign me up. Well, I sign you up. Then next time they ask for a game, I'm like. No, little, I'm like, no, nah, Ladero, you got a game pass. Go ahead and download one of them games that I'm paying a subscription for. And, and that's it. That's the selling point by itself. Like, because who, like, when you go to a game, you go get a game at, you know, at a brick and mortar store, say at GameStop. You take your kids in there. They see this thing, $65. Man, you know what, though, dad or mom? My, man, my controller kind of messing up. They ain't need a controller. But hey, but then you get up to the front. It's like, hey, you know, if you sign up for awards, you can get blah, blah, blah. Then they'd be like, you can get this other game for ten dollars, and you got to buy them another game. Look how much you spent for your leather store. That's right, hundred eighty dollars right. right there. <laughs> so I'm like, you got game. And then when they say, we got Game Pass at home, you wait till you get home and download State of Decay, download your Destiny, download you some of that, and you in the game. <laughs> so I, for me, I'm all for it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, you know, I ain't got to worry about going out and getting the game, pre-ordering it. I can just when it come out, I can just download it to my system if I like it. And maybe I get a couple hours out of it. I don't have to spend a whole 60 for it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'll be part of Game Pass. I can just delete it and I, and I go play something else. I love a, you, I'm, the man with no kids has made the argument that that's right. <laughs> the Game Pass is the ultimate weapon for parents. <laughs> get at me. You know We're going to have a generation of kids being upset about Game Pass, but also being happy about it. <laughs> exactly. And that's what they yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, so the, value on the, pro- kids. the value proposition is there for sure, for sure. And I do like the idea of of it being for a kid, right? And I think that's what Xbox has really been about is that this about this in, in, inclusivity, right? We've got Game Pass, we'll have XCloud, right? We haven't even talked about that, but we got XCloud coming out. You'll be able to play your games on your your phone or um, you know, what, whatever device you have, a you know, tablet or some shit like that. As long as you have the X X Cloud subscription, which will be included in Game Pass Ultimate. So you know, they're really trying to get us. The, give us the ability to play our games anywhere and Game Pass is kind of a part of that and I think, yeah, having it for the kids is super, super strong. I do just, however, worry about it being kind of diluted as far as like the games themselves um, 
I don't know because we talk a little bit about that whole PlayStation mindset about leaving the generation behind. And I kind of, I don't know, I kind of, as a traditional video game player, I guess, an old school video game player, I kind of do appreciate that. Like, I like this idea that we're on to the next thing, you know? Um, and I don't know. I, I, I just want them to be able to make the best things possible. But maybe this could just be a growing pain of Game Pass that the games just aren't that crazy right now. But as they go, as we make more of them and as they get more funding and more, you know, more leeway and shit like that, that the games can get even better and better as, you know, time passes. So, I mean, I, I think that'll be the case, man. Like, I think, you know, Microsoft get that. I mean, they, like, you know, I know I've said it before, you know, they got that loan money, but <laughs> they do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if they can just keep bringing in like good studios, man, making, you know what I'm saying? Like some, like they ain't got to be like just game of the year type games. Like if they make like decent games and just like to keep people with the subscription, man, I, I think that, I think they'll be winning, man. Okay. Yeah. And, and like I said, you know, Rage stepped out. He won't be here, but um, we'll probably get his thoughts on it. But I think for a gamer like him, that's kind of playing what everyone else is playing. It's, it's a complete recommend, right? Like I'd say, oh, just get game. Oh yeah. hundred percent. You know, like, you can play The Witcher fucking three on it. Just get it. Like, <laughs> there's no reason to not get it. And they run so many deals that um, you can get it for like a month and just play a couple of games and kind of bounce out of there and do it that way, right? Um, right. So, because so I mean, yeah, cause, I mean, you know, he because he, he, he gonna buy FIFA. He gonna he, he might not buy it this year. Um, you know, he might buy Madden exactly. <laughs> you know, so he he'll buy three, you know, two or three games and and he'll like, already be in there. Like, same thing. Yeah, you know, and plus now he has a, uh, you know. Very nice, significant other now. She seems to be, you know, not like you know it's hardcore gamer, but yeah. you know what I'm saying. They, she probably enjoy some of them games on there. You know, a little bit more chill. You know, they would that. love Overcook. I don't, I don't have Overcook right. is on Game Pass, but that'd be a that's a that's because they love Mario Kart. They'd be in there. Me and Lauren trying to play the game and really stress out. And, it's so stressful, was, but it's so awesome. Because I was cooking stuff and she she was like, <laughs> why the why you don't? Da, da, da. I'm just like, man, let's go ahead. You turn gotta this cut shit the off. onions and you gotta give it to me. I tried to it. tell, I kept telling them, but she was not having it. <laughs> Shouts out to Overcook, man. That, that game's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's just hilarious. It will make you murder your partner. <laughs> yeah, he's like, bro, what are you doing? Cook the, cook the, cook the damn tomatoes, man. Let's I think go. you can throw stuff in the second one now, which I think is just a. I think it. I think throwing things is a hair too advanced for like a beginner game. Where <laughs> I think stick with Overcook. Oh yeah, one hands down. If whoever your partner is isn't um isn't that into the game, stick with that yeah. that one. But you'll have a good time though. It's a. It's yeah. It's it's definitely it's good fun. Though. It's good fun. Yeah. Okay, yeah, well, that's the Game Pass talk. We got a couple more notes on here. My favorite one, though, is ray tracing. Please explain, Dennis. So, yes, I don't know do, what this is. Do you want but, the ray tracing uh, spiel? I mean, give me the yeah, give me the um, ELI 5. What? Explain to me like I was 5. Oh, oh is this a thing? Did you just it's, make a Reddit, it's, a Reddit, it's a Reddit thing. Oh, my God. Fucking There's Reddit. a whole subreddit for it. Go ahead. Oh, oh my God. Like okay. I was 5. Give, give me the rundown. Fuck, like you were five. All right, I'm going to try this two ways. I'll do the like you're five, then I'll maybe explain a little bit more. Basically, it's the most realistic way thus far to make lighting in a video game and specifically make the lighting so that everything within the world sits as if it were in the world. Oh, okay. All right. I like that. So to continue it even more, you yourself as an artist, you you know you draw things, you know what's popping. Um, you always can tell. We we it's so funny. We always talked about this, right? When we were watching a cartoon or an anime, you can always tell what's going to move versus what's not going to move, right? 
Oh, 100%, yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing in the background, thing in the foreground. Well, basically, video games behave in that same kind of action, actually. Like, everything that's in the world is usually baked in, but then the things moving in the world can't be baked into that lighting because they just that's just not how that oh, shit works. I you, gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, you can tell they did this really well on Digital Foundry, actually, when they were explaining the whole um, lighting situation with Halo versus a game that's more baked in, like The Last of Us. So The Last of Us 2 doesn't have um, dynamic lighting. Every scene is its own Yeah, the game can't handle that, man. I understand. Like, I understand. Whatever that, whatever they got in the game now, they pushing it to the max. And they don't need to put nothing else in it because that motherfucker be screaming. Because that, okay? that PlayStation is gonna blow up. <laughs> yeah, it's like this motherfucker gonna take all. But well, since they made that sacrifice, that sacrifice. That I like the idea that Naughty Dog was like, man, this game is probably gonna destroy everyone's PlayStation. But they're like, also it's fine because the PS5 is about to come out, so they will just have to buy a new console. <laughs> Yeah, like that's they's like, man, listen, this is the last hoorah, man. This this may kill your PlayStation, but next gen is right around the corner. So enjoy while you can. As someone who's finished the game, I'm gonna say completely worth it. But so basically, in that game, as you're watching, say someone move to the environment, you'll have this table that's lit properly with everything underneath the table being in dark shadow, everything in the light being in light. But then a person walks past it, and that person isn't affected by that light. So, um. Ray tracing wouldn't technically change that situation because it's just different. But ray tracing just makes everything just sit in there in a different kind of way. And there are different areas of ray tracing, specifically ray trace reflections. That's like a big thing. Everyone loves a good reflection. Uh, Reflections are handled in a myriad of different ways as low as something like cube maps. So if you're looking at water, um, it's not the exact same thing you're seeing in the water as what you're seeing in the world. It's just an approximation, like a box. And that's why they call it a cube map. So that's super rudimentary, super, super bottom of the barrel. Um, And then you have something more advanced like screen space reflection, which actually takes the screen, the space itself, and reflects that thing and it moves with it with it so you have that more realistic uh reflection destiny 2 actually has really good reflections in that game oh um, yeah except when you you know when you go into them them uh them dark caves boy you can't see shit yeah it's well, not, a, not on xbox i can see it i can see it on my pc but yeah it's a xbox, very, very i just be like fumbling through the dark <laughs> i'm like man damn they're all about the dark which i think is a design aesthetic but it, and they nailed it but it oh is yeah 100 Um, but yeah, so then ray chase reflection, just take that to the next level, right? They give you more accurate reflections that actually trail off and are softer and just more realistic. So you'll get a situation where, you know, you're looking at, you know, some kind of wall that would have nothing and then kind of paint that reflection in there, say like a wall of metal and like a room of metal, you know, it just makes it all sit better. So that's the big thing. Uh, games are doing it now, but again, with anything new, it's hard to implement properly we've only seen a couple games that have really nailed it i think um uh remedies control was another one and then Mm. um the other one was uh metro exodus but these are super intense games that are hard to run at 4k 60 fps and ray tracing like they break machines um a quick aside within this though cool technologies like um dlss direct learning super sampling are um they're programs made to alleviate the stress on the machines. So basically, you take a game that's running at 4K, but then you run the internal resolution at something like uh, uh, full HD, 1080p, and then you upscale that with DLSS, deep learning super sampling, to make it look like it's 4K. So it takes an image that would normally need to be 4K and checkerboard it, which we know what that looks like. You get jaggies and all that shit like that, and you take an image that's right. clean at 
full HD, but then you run it through a consistent program in game that makes it look like a cleaner 4K. And sometimes, in the sense of, or in the case of DLS 2.0, and maybe even DLS 3.0, when we get the new Ampere cards, it looks even better than straight up uh, 4K or um, lowered resolution 4K. So that's some of the tech that they're trying to put or they are implementing for this new Xbox Series X. Uh, they didn't mention DLSS specifically, but I know Phil Spencer has talked about it a lot, but they did uh, mention ray tracing. So um, yeah, this is, the, <laughs> this is the bullshit that they're trying to get in this thing and hopefully they nail it. It's a lot of tech jargon. So I do apologize if you guys glaze over a little bit for that, but Warriors wanted to know and you know, now we all know a little bit more yes. together. Now, now I am a well-versed in ray tracing. Okay, big bet, big bet. Yes. So, yeah, what else you got for me? You say, I love the fucking design of the Xbox. You're not wrong. The box does look pretty I clean. I do. It looks clean, man. Like, I'm I'm, I'm for it. Like, this, I'm, like, don't really like, you know, aesthetics is not really my thing. But, like, that, that thing looks that thing looks very nice. Like, it's, it's like... Kind of, it's kind of dope because, like, like I said, my next PC is gonna definitely be like a small form factor one. So, uh, it give me like a little couple couple ideas. I really just want to take my my old Xbox One apart I and want put you a computer so inside of it. Uh, but we'll we'll see, we'll see. Like, just have a PC inside of firmware was gonna be one. an issue, but I think you might be able to solve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it had to be like super small form factor though. You know, like with like a maybe like a um a, a mini ATX, but. It it can be done. It it it'll be it'll be a fun fun thing to do. I might have to like solder some stuff too, but you know, yeah. it's whatever. You could it, you it'll could be, probably it'll be slice up the the walls and get them some vents going, and then just put like a screen, like a a dust dust filter. That could be a thing. yeah. That, that's yeah. I think I think I have to. Um, that could be the move because that case is like, you know, it's kind of it's kind of tiny. Mm. But it, it'll it'll be a fun project in in the future. All right, I'm I'm excited to see it. I'm ready. I'm ready out yep. here. I got you. Well, big bet. That's the Xbox showcase. Uh, what you think, Warriors? How, how, how what you think about it? What's the what's the final review? Final number for the Xbox showcase? I you mean, changed for, it twice now. The, Let's see if you remember. Yeah, yeah. The this you this gave. one, I'm I, I'll stay at a seven for <laughs> okay. it. You know, um, you know, it, it wasn't like lackluster, but it didn't like blow me away. Yeah. So you know, I I go I go at a seven. I bet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess, man, I guess I got to give it probably around a seven, too, if I got to give it a number. Um, yeah. that's, that sounds about right. Nothing too crazy, nothing too bad. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I'm excited about Halo. I'm excited about Forza. I'm excited about the true next gen. I don't really think we're going to get much of that from either party, really, um, during this first year. And we really shouldn't expect that. Right. Not, not like early on, you know. Yeah. Like, like, like just like Ray was saying, once everybody get, get them in their hands, it'll be, I mean, however, PlayStation did start. And for no production on them damn things, also. Yeah, because it's weird, man. People, the corona. I have this weird theory. I apologize for the coronavirus talk, but I mean, we can't really go anywhere. So if you have been working at least, then you're probably saving more money than you normally would. So yeah, people oh, 100%. are percent. Yeah, people are probably if itching work, to, working from home. Oh, yeah, yeah, if you're working from home, yeah, people are probably itching to, to throw their money on something. So I think that's why we're seeing. Amazon and other like online stores being flooded because yeah, if you can't fucking go anywhere, you got to bring the fun to you. So probably rightfully so for them to build more oh, yeah. units. To be honest, I mean, like I mean, I did it. You know, built built a PC during the pandemic just because they ain't have you know couldn't go nowhere. <laughs> That's know, what so. made you finally do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, well, fuck, I ain't really got nothing else to do. I can play Destiny or I can build this computer. So yeah, I did both. 
But yeah, I mean, it was good to see though. Uh, they definitely cleaned up the presentation because they got a lot of shit for their uh, their makeshift Zoom call from the May one. You know, everyone like oh Phil yeah, Spencer but they got was, like, in his office them. with no mic. Mm, I was like, Ugh. boy, this, this, that was rough. That was rough they, to watch. Yeah, they definitely uh, picked up the production value big time this time. So I appreciate that. I love the pomp and circumstance. You know, whereas you give me a lot of hate for being a Sony fanboy, but I'm just gonna say Sony definitely had better graphics overall in their uh, PlayStation presentation. That's all I'm trying to say. Oh, I didn't even watch that. Oh, damn. Okay. They had like this cool, they were doing this cool like cube thing. It was very um, sacred symbols um, centric, like the, you know, the box, the X and the or the cross or whatever, and the triangle and the O or whatever. They just kept all their segues, like had some kind of cool zoomed in 3D effect for it. I was like, oh, this kind of tight. Right. So, well, yeah. I, I, I go back and watch it. Please do. Please do. Yeah. 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 I want to check it out. See, see how wacky it is. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I guess that how way fuck you. <laughs> Got I guess that about wraps up the uh, the summer of gaming. Yeah, because it's about end of July. We're going into August now. So, yeah, I don't expect too much more crazy things popping up. Nothing this big, at least. But if it does, and you know, we'll, you'll be with us. We love games. So we'll talk about it more as we go. So uh, keep it locked in with us as far as that is. But um, yeah, you can um, come to the feed. Check us out. We did computers last time on um, our Oblivious Pods Presents. We talked about building gaming PCs, going in there and check on our uh, Final Fantasy and Star Wars podcast. I believe next up this week we should also have uh, Final Fantasy 10 through 15. I teased it a little bit too early last time, but give us a bit to catch up and we will have that for you this week as well. Um, yeah, that's about it. Anything else you want to pimp out, Warriors, before we get out of here? Um. Uh... No, I, th- I think I think that about gets it. Uh, we will. I will be working not overtime, but probably put in a couple more hours for uh, the last of us. So, Please, so we can let's bring go, that. Man. We we can bring the thoughts and ideas to y'all on that. But you know, and maybe hopefully I can get to fifty five hundred and legend on Destiny. <laughs> and, you know, finally get this gun and leave that in the past. But that's really about all, all I got going. But once you get that gun and get the title, are you gonna hang up Destiny until November? I'm gonna hang up. I'm gonna hang up comp until mm. uh, till the end. But I'm kind of obsessed with so getting the perfect rolls for my weapons at this point. But I guess that might mean not my weapons, my um my armor. But that might mean I have to play more raids to get those. So. Yeah, you have to play more in-game content and trials and tri- oh, fuck trials. <laughs> Actually, I got the mountaintop. Maybe, maybe we should run. Maybe we should, we should run a real sweaty build and run run through some trials. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm, mm, big bad, big bad. Do you want to talk about YouTube ads? I see you have a big fuck you to YouTube ads right here. <laughs> no, nah, that was just me just like going back and watching uh, the showcase. <laughs> and I was like, man, we're like, it was, bro, it was an like ad every two minutes. I'm just like, dog, I just need to watch the showcase and take the notes so I can mm. know what's going on. Every two minutes, I kid you not, like, it was an ad and it was very upsetting <laughs> to me. So, but that's really all I was going to say about that. It was very annoying. They're the worst. Um, YouTube is definitely on my subscription list, though. I pay for YouTube Red. I'm one of those people. I do not. That's all I watch. Never going to happen, YouTube. Yeah. I have a problem. Sometimes, it's okay, though. Sometimes I watch the whole ad. Why? You can skip it after like two seconds. Yeah, but sometimes I do. It depends on who channel. If, like, if I'm on like something like a creator channel that I like, I watch the mm. whole ad for them. Yeah. I kind of miss ads watching TV. We don't watch much TV when we're, all our stuff is streaming. But if I pop over to my mom's house or whatever like that and they, they're like watching cable, it's like, oh, man, like this is like a bounty commercial. I haven't seen one of these in a decade. Like what? 
Yeah, or a mesothelioma commercial. Mesothelioma. Mm. All right, big bet, big bet. Well, that's all we got. Uh, check us out for the main pod. Episode 11 should be next. Or is it episode 10? I think it says episode 11, but I want to say it's episode 10. We'll be at, back in with you guys in the near future. Keep it locked here with Oblivious. Uh, we got all the stuff you need. Hit us up. Let us know if you like this. If you're liking these new present series. If you're, you know, liking the the more concentrated talks. Hit us up on obliviouspod at gmail.com, obliviouspod1 on Twitter, and then at obliviouspod on Instagram. Yeah, let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you're thinking. Get in there and like all the stuff. Post all the good shit like that. Uh, stay in touch. Drop a line. So, yeah. If that's it for us, we'll get out of here for Juarez, for Rage. Um, I'm Jay. We are Oblivious. And we're out. Peace. The Oblivious Podcast is brought to you by Chris Rowland, Dustin Stokes, Quinza Morgan, and me, Jay Johnson. We write, produce, and host all content. The show is recorded remotely from Rainy, Mississippi, Memphis, Tennessee, Jackson, Mississippi, and Chicago, Illinois. To contribute to the show or just to say hello, you can find us at ObliviousPod.com. There you will also find a link to our Patreon. Our email is ObliviousPod at gmail.com, Instagram at ObliviousPod, and Twitter at ObliviousPod1. To contact us individually, you can find us on Twitter at Ray Jacan, at LaQuinza, and at Stokes. I'll be on Instagram at Chuki.